Maybe don't know. Maybe don't. This time, 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 What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Chris Hampton. Welcome to episode 166 of the Power Company podcast, brought to you by PowerCompanyClimbing.com. This is essentially the second solo listener questions episode. I just want to take a few minutes, answer some questions that we've gotten on our Facebook community group. And for this question in particular... It's a tough one. It's um, it's a question a lot of people are having, and I don't have any great answers, and I'm not sure that anyone does. I could talk about it for quite a long time. However, I also reached out to a lot of past guests as well as future guests, people whose opinions I respect, and asked them for their thoughts, just a few minutes of their thoughts, on this topic, the topic of motivation. What happens when we're in lockdown to our motivation? And do we need to keep it up? Does it need to be this high motivation all the time? Do we need to be getting after it? So stay tuned after I give you my thoughts and we'll hear from a bunch of great guests who you've heard from before and who you may be hearing from in the future. So today, I'm, I'm here solo in the house, which is a rare thing right now. Um, this place has been just a, a beehive of activity. Ever since the, the book was finished, we put it out for pre-sale. We you know, put together all of the, the bonus items for the pre-sale bundles. And since then, we've just been go, go, go. We've got a bunch of projects all coming together at once. It's really exciting. And today, everybody's out of the house. I can finally breathe, and I am not at all motivated to do a damn thing. I'm still in my pajamas, actually. It's like 3 p.m., and I'm standing here in pajamas and a tank top because I don't have anywhere to be. I'm not motivated to get to the gym I don't need to go outside today. I kind of just want to sit in here, maybe listen to a podcast, but maybe not. Maybe I just want to sit here and, you know, be in my own thoughts, be in my own feelings, have a minute to breathe to myself. And frankly, I think that's 100% totally okay. If you're not motivated, it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. It's totally normal to have ups and downs. If you're up all the time, you're going to come crashing down. So keeping that motivation is something people are asking about. How can I do that? Maybe you don't need to. Be in your feelings. Be in whatever moment you find yourself in. Explore that a little bit. And I've got some great feedback from guests who have put a lot more thought into this, frankly, than I have, and, and some really great opinions from them. So we'll be hearing those after the jump in just a few minutes. But, but I wanted to put that out there first. Totally okay to not be motivated. We don't have to constantly be getting after it. And, you know, second thing I want to say is that if you've got another hobby, another passion, this other thing that you've spent time with in the past that you've always said, man, you know, I think someday I'll get back to that. Um, it would be cool to do this. For me, it's it's making music. I, I've been considering maybe I'll write a couple songs while this is happening, take my mind off of climbing and the business and where things are headed and the fact that I wasn't there for my granddaughter's birth, things like that. I've got all these other hobbies and passions, so I've been pouring myself into them. My, my training has not increased at all. In fact, if anything, it's decreased since this whole 
lockdown quarantine happened, um, largely because I'm really passionate about putting out quality things for climbers and the book and the bonus items and the other projects that we have coming down the pipeline. I'm very excited about. So I've been pouring myself into those. And when I'm making these things, I like to learn all about them. I like to know all the little parts and understand how it works. I don't want to just have an idea handed off to somebody and then have the idea show up in front of me. I would rather know how to do it myself so that I can direct things. And that's been big for me lately. That's kept me in pretty good spirits. It's kept the days flying by pretty much every single day until today. I've been like, wow, it's already 6 p.m. I feel like it should be noon, 11 o'clock. Today, however, is a different story. Today, I'm like, it's got to be 6 p.m. and it's noon. So, you know, totally okay to not be motivated, but if you can find those little things that you are psyched about, it doesn't have to be climbing. Climbing's going to be there when this is all over. So, Spend some time with those other things. Spend some time on those passions that you've been neglecting, on those hobbies. You know, we've all got house projects. Get some house projects done. If you're not psyched on that, find something else. Or sit there and hang out and, you know, think about the way these things in reality are affecting you. It's probably not as bad as you first think it is. Now... If you're one of those people, and there are a lot of you out there, I know because I've been one of you at different times in my life, but if you're one of those people who can't get climbing out of your head, you're constantly thinking about it, it's really all you want to do, it's what drives you, it's what fulfills you, and you really want to be thinking about it, but you're just not all that motivated, I do have some strategies that I think can help. Number one... There will be a next season. We don't know exactly when that is, so it's tough to make plans as far as what am I going to do next Saturday for climbing. But there is going to be a next season. So get on the phone, get on Zoom, get on Skype with your partners, with the people you spend the most time climbing with, and start planning out that next season, whether it's your next training season or your next performance season. If it's training season... Start talking about how you can make sure that you that you all have the same days and the same times at the gym. And what are the things you're going to be focused on? Can you get together a training plan that works for everybody that has you all in the same spaces at the same time so that you can feed off of each other? This is something I rarely do with either climbing partners or spouses or whatever it is, people who are climbing, training together, I try to build plans that work for the both of them. And sometimes you might have to compromise on some small things, but it's totally doable. And it can really get you excited for that next upcoming season, again, whether it's training or performance. If it is a performance season, there are guidebooks out there for you to look through. Spend some time digging into those. Look on the local forums to find out when is the sun hitting this rock at what time of the year. You know, is my root or is my boulder going to be in the shade and at what time of day? And can I plan that with my partners so that I get to my project in the morning when it's in the shade and then around 1 p.m. we head over to my partner's project when it's been in the shade for an hour or so so that the holds have cooled down and then everybody is getting in what they need to get in during that season it's almost always going to be better if you plan it out I have this really distinct memory of you know some of my most successful climbing seasons were were climbing with my friends and partners Sarah and Taylor and We would climb together often. We all had different projects, often at different crags. Some days would be three crag days, but we knew where we were headed first. We knew what time we needed to be at the second location and then to the third location. And I have this distinct memory of after a climbing trip out here to Lander in the summer, driving back 
Um, my girlfriend's mom, girlfriend at the time, wife now, mom was driving us back to Denver to the airport. And the three of us sat in the back and went over our project list for the next season. We planned out our training. We spent the entire five-hour drive, or the majority of it, just planning out our training and our next performance season. What project am I going to work on first? I've got these four that I want to try. What's going to make the most sense? What crags do we line up at? What crags are easy to do two crag days on or three crag days or whatever? The season becomes so much less frustrating if you can spend time planning that out. And frankly, I get excited about planning those things. It makes me feel like it's just imminent that I'm going to succeed eventually at the things that I really want to do. And I'm putting the time in up front. I'm not waiting for magic to happen. I'm not waiting for things to line up. I'm lining them up on my own. And once you've got that plan, once you've figured out here are the things I'm going to work on here, are the times when I'm going to be training, whatever it is, you've got it all figured out. Now start thinking about the thing that you can do now. Some of us don't have access to climbing. Some of us don't have hangboards. There's still quite a bit that you can do right now to be proactive about that next season. Start thinking about what it is you need to be doing to make sure that you're on your way to the path for those goals. The things that you've lined up with your partners, with your with your training partners, your climbing partners, how can you start on that path? Is it going to be core strength? Do you know that that's something you're going to need for your big project? Is it going to be a specific grip type that you're not good at? It could be a psychological thing, and maybe you need to schedule a Zoom call with a coach who can really help you out and who can talk you through those things. Or if you have friends who've done that project and you know that that they've experienced these same hang-ups that you've had, talk to them. Now's a good time to really dig in with the people that we know, that we care about, that we want to get to know better. Now's a good time to learn what they've gone through and be able to compare it to what you're going through. If you look deep enough, there's going to be something that you can do right now. However small it is, if it's taking you the first steps down that path toward those bigger goals, then it's worthwhile, period. And if you're motivated to, to, to want to plan and prepare for your next season, but you just don't know which direction to go and that's left you feeling a little bit lost, that's a good step. Understand that the tiny, small things you do are going to add up and start down that path. And you know, some of us do have access to climbing. We do have access to all the training tools we need and we're still losing motivation. And how can we keep that? You know, so many of us trained up all training season for the spring season to come and it just never showed up. This, this whole quarantine lockdown took its place. And that can be really demotivating that you don't have this proving ground that you've been preparing yourself for. You can't go out, put yourself in the position to test your mettle, so to speak. Um, that's frustrating. But there are some things you can do, some things we can dig into inside. Number one if you've been planning for that performance season and you've been considering how to test yourself and you have access to climbing, make it a performance season inside. Spend three weeks or a month digging into some really hard projects. If you're a sport climber, make it a long project. If you're a boulder, make it a short project or vice versa. Whatever's going to get you the most stoked, the most motivated. For me, getting frustrated on a climb, it gets me motivated to try it more. So if I were a sport climber, maybe I would choose a short boulder to project. I'm going to get really invested in that. Honestly, I have a hard time differentiating between 
my performance indoors and my performance outdoors. If I'm really stoked on a project, whatever it is, I want to get in there and I want to work on it and I want to prioritize my sleep, prioritize my nutrition, you know, time it out for the best temps in the gym for that day and really put in the effort, the same kind of effort I would outside for a project on my project indoors. And Ultimately, a lot of those indoor projects have been the most meaningful for me, the ones that really test me and, you know, really force me to go into that performance mode. And you have every opportunity to do that. You just have to take it. And if going into that performance mode just isn't something you can do, you know, some people don't get motivated at all by the indoors and the one thing that keeps them going into the gym every week is the fact that they're going to be outside on their project in four weeks, six weeks, whatever it is. That's the thing that keeps them motivated. And without that, that carrot out there to chase, it's a tough, tough thing for those people to get motivated. Something I would suggest is, you know, it might sound a little obvious to just say, work on your weakness, whatever that is. Now's a good time to, to spend working on that weakness. If it's open-handed climbing and you suck at it, spend some time open-handed climbing. That's, you know, that's an obvious direction to go, but I think you can go even deeper into that. You know, there, you can do things like, like try new work rest ratios for your sessions, both on a macro level and a micro level. If you're someone who, you know, you rest just a 30 seconds or a minute between attempts indoors, just do an experiment. Really geek out on an experiment of what happens if I rest five minutes between every go? What happens if I rest 10 minutes between hard efforts? You know, see what's happening there. It's different for everybody. There is no hard and fast rule. And you can also take that to a much, you know, a a bird's eye macro sort of view where, what happens if I only do two sessions this week and they're both really hard short sessions, but then I get lots of rest days? What happens if I do two really long sessions and then I get those same amount of rest days? What happens if I'm doing a really, really short session five or six days a week? What happens if two a days are a thing? So we've got all this time to experiment. And if you can get motivated on that, if you can get psyched, to know exactly what it is that gives you your your best chance of success, you know, I would like to know. I would love for somebody to have told me five years ago, rather than having to to spend time experimenting, when I didn't really have the time because I was working, I was constantly busy, and I had to figure out ways. Now we've got time, so now's the time to experiment. I would have loved to have someone tell me what the answers are. Now you've got time to figure them out. So I think that's a good way to get into the gym, be focused on something different, and get some really great results from it. I've kept this a little bit brief, specifically to get your brains turning a little bit to to make you start thinking in other directions um, laying it all out for you and just saying here's what you need to do to get motivated isn't going to work you can look up that shit on the internet all you want your five-step procedure for getting motivated it's not going to work for everybody period if it works for you you're going to think it's magic but the next person it's not going to work for them So I just want to get you thinking in other directions. And I've got a bunch of perspectives, like I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, from past guests, from future guests, from other coaches, other trainers, other athletes, whose opinions I really respect and admire and pay attention to. And they may not follow my own they may not meet up with my own they may not look anything like it that's exactly why they're here it's exactly why i value these people's opinions because they see things through a different lens than i do and i think that's massively valuable so i'm gonna turn this over 
to those guests. I'm going to let them introduce themselves to you, and then I'll see you guys the next episode. We're going to get this started with somebody whose opinion, perspective, I really respect and I, I look for. I actively seek it out on Instagram, and that's former guest of the podcast, Sam Elias. Let's get into it. Hey, Chris, what's up, man? Um, thanks for reaching out and uh, checking in and um, asking me to provide a little something about what I'm doing and what my life's like now. Um, I guess the guiding principle that I've, I've been um, feeling is that this is like a time of limited resources and limited contact and um limited experience and limited activities and um i feel like that encourages simplicity and focus and centering and slowing and acceptance and efficiency and gratitude i guess above all else and uh so i'm i'm just trying to basically concern myself with all of that and become absorbed with all of that uh feels good it feels right right now um with kind of the uncertainty of how long this is going to go on for and um the the fact that yeah our practices and protocols and world and life and economy is going to probably be forever changed by this um I think it's just a good time to just like wait just to wait and see what's going to happen and to basically do what I can with what I have available to me and um to just get really comfortable with myself and with less stuff and less noise in my life and less distraction and um, focus on the things that I have and that bring me joy and try to find joy in smaller and smaller things. Um, And that feels really powerful right now. And honestly, I feel oddly empowered and calm and hopeful and steady. Um... Which doesn't make a whole lot of sense in general, and it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me, but um, what can we do? I mean, what can we do except just uh, take a hold of the things that we can control and and focus on the things that we have and um, just establish little practices and rituals that keep us safe and bring us joy. So, I mean, that's what I'm doing, man. I'm like a bear in hibernation. I'm trying to channel that energy um, and just um, patiently waiting. So... Good luck out there. Hope you and Annalisa and everyone around you are managing all right. And um, yeah, dude, let's just uh, be chill together. Hello there, Power Company. 
This is Jonathan Segrist reporting from Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, here in lockdown, doing my best to stay motivated. Uh, what I've been doing recently is, uh, I, before this, I never had any kind of training set up at my house. So I've taken it upon myself to build a sweet little hangboard set up in my garage. Um, and I've done quite a few like house project type things like building and doing those random improvement things that you let slip forever. That's actually pretty motivating to me because it's like a hard day's work and, you know, it's like the kind of shit that you just let go forever and now we're all psyched to do it. So, but yeah, as far as like hanging and doing a little bit of training, I've been doing like a lot of body weight stuff. I don't have a ton of resources here at the house, but I've never done one-armed hangs before and that's been really fun. I've been testing that out and just kind of doing all of my training, one arm, like one arm pull-ups, one arm hangs, like stuff like that. And I'm actually really psyched because I feel like it's strengthening a lot of muscles in my shoulder that uh, I haven't really been able to work on before. So to be honest, it's been like really cool. And I feel like, you know, if I do one or two months of this, I'm actually going to come out of this stronger than I <laughs> than I came into it. So uh, yeah, that's the that's the best I can hope for. But to be honest, we're really grateful here. Life is pretty dang good, all things considered. And um, yeah, man, wishing the best for you guys as well. And all the listeners out there, you guys keep kicking ass and I'll see you on the other side. Hello, Power Company Climbing. My name is Carrie Scott and I was on a podcast a few years ago after I sent my first 514. And I think it was about how I was only able to do it because my boyfriend organized a bunch of people that I love and look up to to write me a bunch of notes or, you know, something like that. Um, No, I'm just kidding. That's not what it was actually about. But it was a part of it. Um, Yeah, Chris sent me a message and was asking how I'm staying motivated during this quarantine while we can't go climb outside or go climb in a gym. And that's a really great question. I'm also looking for an answer. Uh, I would say that I'm definitely not motivated right now. And I've been doing some workouts not out of motivation, I think out of guilt because I see everyone else doing it at home or climbing on their home wall or doing some workout or another or trying to do 100 push-ups or 100 pull-ups in as little time as possible or getting tagged in the 10 push-up challenge. And uh, so, you know, I've, I've been doing stuff, but I wouldn't call it out of motivation, Um And I think, I don't know, I'm fortunate enough to have a lot of my mentors still in my life and, you know, a lot of people that I, a lot of friends that I can talk to. And I think one of the things that's going to keep me motivated in a more productive way going forward is realizing that I'm not actually motivated and other people aren't really motivated either. And I've had a few conversations with some friends where we kind of both were like, wait, you're not motivated? I'm not motivated. Okay, that's kind of nice. It's it's good to hear that I'm not the only one because because of Instagram, it kind of feels like I might be. Um, and then we started getting together and doing some Zoom workouts and that's definitely been a little bit more fun than just setting up the hangboard and doing it by yourself. So so yeah, yeah, Zoom workouts I think are, are a good thing and uh, – just getting with people that, you know, you can chit chat with and and see over like a video chat and, you know, maybe also do a little hangboarding on the side, but, but making it a little bit more fun and, and maybe trying to be a little bit honest with ourselves about like why we're actually doing what we're doing. Um, if it's because everybody else is doing it on Instagram, I think maybe that's not the best reason. But yeah, that's that's my two cents at the moment. Maybe I think my motivation will will come and go in in waves, but we'll see how it goes for the rest of the quarantine. Hey y'all, this is Laura Sabrin. Something that I've been working on has been staying curious. When I first realized that things were changing, I felt really desperate. I was afraid for the people that I loved in my community. 
And I was really sad about not being able to get on my projects that I'd worked really hard for and teach the clinics and the events that I was really excited about. I really wanted to just say like hard pass. So I'll just like get back in bed and put our pillows over our heads and we'll wake up and everything will be back to normal. And I went for a walk and I was thinking about it and just came to the realization that like, no matter how I felt about it, the world was changing, you know, and I had an option. I could feel really victimized about it and pretend it wasn't happening or I could lean into it and just see what comes up. And honestly, that hasn't been easy. Like there have been some days in the past couple of weeks that have just really sucked. And I've had to ask for support from people in ways that felt really uncomfortable. Um, but it's also opened up a lot of space to live in a way that I never imagined could be really fulfilling. You know, I've stripped away a lot of the things that I felt like I needed to be okay. And I've realized that I'm still okay. And in, in some ways, I'm doing really well. And that's been really powerful for me. You know, obviously, I want people to stay healthy. And I want things to turn out okay. But I think day by day, just like being willing to be here and, and show up and do my best in a situation that I don't have a blueprint for and I definitely haven't like planned for or prepared for um, is definitely an opportunity to learn. You know, I'm not really rushing to try and make meaning out of this or or put a really positive spin on it because I think that's also a way that we want to, like, get it over with. So I guess the main way I've been staying motivated is just being willing to slow down and to listen and to stay connected to what I need and what the people around me need. And it's been kind of beautiful. Hey guys, this is Lee Cooges from Australia, and uh, the brief is short and simple on how to stay psyched and motivated during the during the COVID lockdown. So, for me, uh, yeah, look, we're pretty lucky in Australia. We're not completely locked down like many countries. We can still go out a little bit for uh, exercise and stuff. So it means that some some outdoor time and maybe some brief brief stints uh, outside and maybe on some local boulders and stuff is uh, is possible. But, I mean, ultimately, this is a good time to do a, um, a pretty no-holds-barred weakness assessment for yourself. Um, that's, that's what I did. Figure out why you're, um, you know, why you're falling off boulders and roots and, and figure out what it is you need to, uh, you need to train. Because, look, for a lot of people, like we're hearing, oh, we can't get to the gym um, so I can't do my training and look, to be perfectly honest, I've never used a, a climbing gym ever for training. I go to the climbing gym to have fun. Uh, my training happens at home. It's always happened at home. So this is no different for me. And really, if you were only going to the gym beforehand, I, I see this as a massive opportunity for you to take your training honestly to a, to a whole new level because climbing in the gym generally is not training. So you really have an opportunity now to do something. So the first thing is build an elaborate spread, build an overly elaborate spreadsheet, <laughs> figure out, do some planning for your training. Uh, even if you don't stick to all of it, um, doing the planning aspect is, is, is really fun. So the second thing is you want to implement a hangboard in your life of some kind. And I trained when I was just renting a house. I, I just used a awesome Woody's portable, you know, board that I could hang out of a, out of a, 
a, a beam in the roof and and that was fine for a couple of years and then eventually you know you can you, you want something that's fixed and I think it's now even for people that are not handy now's the time to really get involved in power tools and have fun what's the worst that can happen Tommy Coldwell uh, so yeah get your hangboarding on there's heaps of good resources online to uh, to to figure out exactly and it, it can be really simple but write down your numbers use that spreadsheet um, the numbers and those numbers going up over time is what's going to be motivating um, and try to try to look at training as something that's just as enjoyable as um, as climbing because for me yeah tra- the training aspect and the gains in training is is definitely just as enjoyable um, is anyone doing this is the next point is anyone doing like group training sessions on zoom so get together a few of your buddies that you can't see in in real life and um, do a hangboard session together talk about your training like still have that social contact but just do it do it remotely Um, in terms of motivation and keeping the psych up everybody's different so like for me personally I'm able to like within a walk of my house I always get psyched on finding new areas and doing new things so I'm able to like walk I live in the Blue Mountains and abseil off a cliff there's no better self-isolation than abseiling off a off a new cliff and looking for a, for a new route to, to bolt or going wandering through the bush to try to find a, find a new boulder so exploration is a big thing for me but if it's not if it's not exploring something new maybe you have the opportunity um, near your house you know and depending on where you live and what's uh, what you're allowed to do at the moment maybe just go for an explore and check out some things that are going to be on the cards for when we're when we're on the tail end of this whole thing and the next thing is probably just really keep an eye on your rest make sure you're going into your sessions really recovered um, if you're a person like me and rest is really difficult for you uh, check into some online gaming <laughs> try to kill some 13 year olds um, around the around the world with um, you know in some virtual game of some kind uh, and and the last point would be uh, YouTube get on YouTube start getting yourself into some arm wrestling videos you can thank me later Hey, Power Company podcast listeners, this is Ravioli Biceps, and I wanted to take a couple minutes to focus on mental strength and discipline while isolated. Now, you may not send a new grade or break a plateau here in the next few months. Uh, I may not finish the last benchmark I have to finish, and that's okay. Uh, That stuff isn't guaranteed under normal circumstances anyway. Uh, What you can do is focus on consistency and the drive inside you, the drive that fuels self-improvement as an athlete, why we all became climbers in the first place, regardless of outcome. Uh, The drive that's stronger than all of your goals or interests. Uh, I know since you're listening to this podcast that you have the motivation. Uh, Do what you can with the resources you have available to train both physically and mentally without the promise of reward. Uh, Once you can do that, and we're on the other side of this, you're going to be unstoppable. All right, take care, and I'll see you on the moon board soon. Hi, everyone. This is Lauren. You may have seen my name on the Power Company blog or on my own blog at CinderellaStory.com. And I have three tips for helping you stay motivated while training at home during this global health crisis. So here we go. One of the things I have been doing to make myself more psyched when I am not psyched is making fake headlines for myself. What does that mean? So it kind of sounds like this. Girl climbs first 513A using only flashboard and two kettlebells in her apartment for six months. And whenever I'm feeling like I don't want to train or really bummed, I say things like that to remind myself how cool it would be if I still achieved my climbing goals this year, despite the fact that all of this stuff is going on. So that's one thing I do. Another tip I have is that you just need to track something. Like, every day I write down how much water I had, and I just try to have eight glasses, and that way I can at least have one thing that went well for the day, and I think that really helps. 
And I'm also rethinking what a red point is. So a red point to me used to be red pointing a rock climb I wanted to do. Red pointing is different now because I don't know when I'm gonna get to red point again. So now I'm trying to red point things like the 26 pound Turkish getup or the front lever. And I have new red point projects that look a lot different than they used to. And I'm just kind of accepting that that's the new normal and that's okay. And it's definitely really easy to get bummed right now, but I think if you can hang on to a few things to stay excited about and give yourself a high five for doing really little stupid things, I think you'll be able to get through it a lot better. <sighs> Happy training, everyone! Hi, my name's Tom Randall, and I'm from the UK. In terms of how I deal with not being able to get outside and climb and stay motivated whilst in a home climbing and training situation. The thing I do is I deal with this a little bit like I do with injuries. So there's loads and loads of unknowns. There's a lot of frustration and you kind of, you can easily sit, sit yourself into a scenario where you just think, why me, poor me, how am I ever gonna work around the situation is not one that I wanna be in. And what I'm doing with this is I'm thinking, okay, so the current situation doesn't have a fixed time zone. I don't know when it's going to finish. Um, I don't enjoy it. I don't like it. It's not particularly motivating. So I deal with it in the same way as an injury that I say, right, I'm going to acknowledge that certain things are really crappy and they are what they are. But once I've done that, I'm just going to write those off and stop thinking about that and think about where I can do things and where I can focus my energy because it's really important to try and find a way to actually use your positivity and also the focus that you do have left, because if you exhaust yourself looking looking at and constantly exploring the kind of crappy side of it, you'll forget to focus and actually um, work on the more positive side of things. So think about what you can do, what resources you do have, what things can you work on, and put your energy into that. And you'll be really surprised at how much more motivating it is than you think, even if it's very, very small things, and do exactly the same stuff as you did before set your goals, make them realistic, have some kind of idea of when you want to achieve them and check in with other people and see what they're up to and try and kind of draw some energy from other people who may well, in fact, everyone else is going to be in the same situation. That's what I'm doing at the moment to stay motivated. My name is Natasha Barnes and one of the things that's helping me stay motivated right now is following a structured training program that I know is part of a bigger picture plan for my year. The other thing that is helping me stay motivated is to continue talking to friends who are able to continue training and discuss training with them as well as continuing to talk to my own clients about training and keep them motivated and on track and on a program that makes sense for them and their goals through this time. I'm lucky enough to have a full weight training gym as well as a hangboard and tension blocks at home, but I know not everybody is as lucky. And one of the things that is really helping some of my clients stay motivated is reminding them that it doesn't take a whole lot to maintain the gains that you've gotten over the last year. Um, it actually takes quite a bit less to maintain your strength than it did to get there in the first place. And I think that is something that can motivate a lot of people because they realize that they don't have to have the perfect training situation right now and they're not going to lose their gains during this quarantine time. So I've been trying to remind my clients that they don't have to do the perfect training program right now. They can do whatever they have available to them at home and it's going to be enough and they're going to come out of this without losing a whole lot. Hey everyone, this is Tyler from Camp for Human Performance. Just wanted to reach out and say hi. Hope everyone's doing well, staying safe, being able to spend some quality time with the ones that they love. Just wanted to give you a few things on staying psyched during this quarantine period. One of the priorities I think we should have is make sure we're not really changing the volume of our training. Just because we have more time at our house doesn't necessarily mean that we need to add a lot more things into our program that we weren't doing already. While you're at home, you can structure fingerboard workouts that look a lot like climbing workouts in terms of their duration and their times under tension and their work. Keeping that in mind is really important when you're going to try and keep your fingers strong so when we get back to climbing on real rock or in the gym, we don't get injuries. 
all those challenges can be really fun out there, and I like doing them as well, but just be cautious with how much of those new types of exercises we're introducing to make sure we don't overload tendons that we're not used to. The other thing that I want to remind everyone that you can use is lots of variation on your fingerboard. You know, use different edge sizes, use different times under tension, use different velocities, use different positions at the elbow. All of those things can really be productive for keeping us prepared to being outside as soon as the season opens. So again, I hope everyone's staying safe and everyone's staying sane in this difficult time. We're all going to get through this together. Cheers. Hi, it's Chelsea from Lady Beta. For those of you who might not know me, I'm a climbing coach that specializes in working with ladies and even more specifically, working on mindset. I'm super excited to be here talking about motivation and staying psyched to train right now. One of the most important things that I've been doing with both myself and my clients is working on reframing the situation that we're in right now and challenging ourselves to not only see the good in this situation, but really training our brains to see nothing but opportunities and challenges rather than roadblocks. This takes a lot of practice, but it is so worth it in the end. Right now as climbers, we are being offered the opportunity to be a part of something bigger than ourselves to stay home, stop the spread, and to save more lives. While training at home isn't ideal for most of us, I really want to challenge you to think, how lucky are we to be able to do this? Instead of looking at our present moment like we can't go do something, I want you to challenge yourself to change the language that you're using surrounding the situation and take your power back. What we're actually doing is choosing to stay home. We're choosing to be part of the solution to the problem and choosing to take advantage of having more time and space to train at home. By focusing on the things that we can do and the things that we can control, we start to see all of the little opportunities available to us and how lucky most of us are right now. If all else fails, grab a cup of caffeine. Okay, I like cordyceps mushrooms. That's my drink of choice. Crank some tunes and get that workout in. Thanks for listening. Hello, my name is Dominique Berry, and like most other climbers going through this pandemic, motivation levels have definitely fluctuated, but one thing that's helped me stay pretty consistent is having a lifelong view of climbing, just knowing that I'll be involved with climbing for a very long time. Um, this mentality has definitely helped reduce the stress of a feeling like I need to be cranking out some kind of exercise just every waking moment. Because honestly, the first two weeks in self-isolation, the last thing I wanted to do was train. Um, so I didn't. But I thought to myself, like, what other aspects of my life can I be tending to while I'm not focused on climbing? Because at the end of the day, what's, you know, four to six weeks uh, to, you know, 20 plus years of, of a certain activity. So after addressing some things that I previously hadn't been, been tending to, it inspired me to look at what baby steps am I doing to help me reach my goals, even when I'm not able to make it to the crag or the gym. As a result, it has me really dialing in my diet experimenting with recipes and having fun in the kitchen. It also has me doing much more meditation and mobility work, two things that prior to this um, were like the lowest of the lowest of the totem pole. I really think people should just be honest with themselves and, and listen to their bodies like if you need to ease off the intensity a bit for the sake of your mental well-being, then do it. You know, that's okay. But if you feel like you need to be getting after it every free second you have, you know, that's okay too. I mean, you don't have to do anything that you truly don't want to and you truly aren't motivated to do, you know, regardless of what you're seeing all over social media. Hey, this is Mercedes Palmeyer, owner of Modus Athletica. Some things that I'm working on right now to keep me motivated is to schedule my workouts. Um, and I'm actually working out with friends online. That has been super fun. And I've also hired a friend of mine who is a coach to keep me accountable. Um, so really 
like what's keeping me motivated is my support system, um, letting people know that, yes, I'm struggling, um, but that I want to work on things and I basically have them help me stay accountable and stay on task. And, you know, some days it doesn't happen, but most days uh, I've had that consistency and I think really that's, that's what's keeping me focused. Um, yeah, and the one thing that I would love for you to focus on right now is your sphere of control. We can't really do anything about what's happening in the world at large, but what we can do is control ourselves and how we interact and how we respond to situations and you know, also our own life. And I think if you want to affect change in the world, you, um, you know, just focus on what you can do and how you walk through the world. And I think that will affect change and the people around you and how you connect with people. So um, just focus on, yeah, focus on those important aspects in your own life and how that can affect change. Hey guys, it's Anna Davey here. Wow, what a crazy world we are living in. Uh, I hope all of you guys are doing okay. Uh, I understand that, you know, climbing for a lot of people is is an outlet and it's your way of expressing yourself, way of socializing, way of life. And when that's taken away from you, I think it, it can hit really hard to your mental health and it certainly has, it has hit me a little bit hard, but every day I'm kind of just looking at, new ways to challenge myself and to evolve and the way I've kind of been getting through it is first of all acceptance that this is our reality right now and we need to make the best of a bad situation so for me I kind of sat down and said well what what do I really want to do in this time you know after this isolation is over whenever that is what do I want to have achieved by then and I kind of wrote down all of my weaknesses and things that I would always fail to work on in the gym because I would just trash myself climbing for three hours and I go, oh, I forgot to do my hangboarding, I forgot to do my core and stuff like that. And I think we all do that. And so I kind of said, well, I'm going to treat this as a, like a periodization uh, time where I work specifically on my finger strength, my core and some small little goals that I wanted to achieve. So I can do a one-arm pull-up on my right side, get nowhere on my left side so I thought let's even out these sides uh, my finger strength has been a huge weakness since I did my finger injury and so now it's the time to get that back up to scratch so I'm fingerboarding more I'm working my core more I have a goal that I kind of want to lever off anything <laughs> I can lever off drugs but pretty much nothing else so yeah to be able to lever off some half crimps to get a really decent one-arm lock-off to work on my flexibility to stretch more there are so many things to keep you occupied if you just really sit down and think about all those things that you've neglected and that you need to work on and just make it happen now's the time guys just don't waste this time the world is giving us an opportunity to work on things that we never did before you might have been overtrained. you might have had niggles sort them out so um, just stay motivated, write yourself a plan because I find that's the best way to be able to stick to it. I think just writing yourself a program and deciding, you know, what your goals are and what your timeline is to get there and don't give up and make it happen. I'm sending you guys all my love and, you know, if you're struggling to with your mental health or anything and you want any further tips, please reach out because um, I love hearing from all of you guys and I'm sure Chris would have some amazing tips for you whether that's training or to how to deal with your mental health in this time sending all my love from Australia guys bye hey power company fam this is Craig DiMartino talking to you from Colorado during the old fun pandemic uh, to kind of keep my sanity um, during this time where we're not supposed to be doing anything uh, we have rebuilt our climbing wall in our gym. Uh, my wife and I have been doing some workouts here at home, um, but that's a little bit tedious. So we needed uh, something more climbing oriented. So the climbing wall went back up and that has really improved my psych. Um, and we're also spending as much time as we can outside. Um, when the weather's good, we uh, are taking our dogs out. 
hiking around and just enjoying sunshine, which is always like, for me anyway, is like the best medicine, keeps me psyched. So it gets me um, moving. And I think that's the best thing during this is if you can just move any way you can, uh, you're going to feel better um, instead of just sitting. Don't get me wrong. I have watched the Tiger King twice, just probably like all of you. And so that just makes me realize, hey, it's not that bad. I could be part of that little menagerie. So you have that. Stay healthy, uh, stay active, and we will see you guys on the other side. Thanks. Hello, everyone. I'm Eva Lopez. I hope uh, you are doing great. I'm from Spain. We have been confined at home for three weeks now. And the government said yesterday that we need to be three weeks more. So it's necessary from a point of view to review our goals our training goals, our climbing goals, our working goals, even our approach to life. In my case, this situation is very similar when I have been injured in the past. Some of those injuries were really serious. And my strategy now is the same. I have reviewed and setting new goals, new training goals according to the training tools I have at home. But also another thing I'm doing is deciding some little challenge for every day. It can be anything related to my work, related to the uh, task uh, for doing at home. And as scheduling my, my training for each day. This training consists in one session, one workout related to maintain, maintaining my health uh, through circuits, through some dancing softly <laughs> or working in my house. And then in the evening, I usually do a workout related to climbing. Regarding this, what, uh, which is the topic uh, you are waiting for from me, right? <laughs> talking about climbing and training, I have to say that I'm enjoying in somehow this uh, situation with the coronavirus because I'm exploring new exercises, new methods, uh, trying to mimic the effort we do in climbing which is mainly static, especially in the fingers, but is also sometimes dynamic, especially in the upper limb. And uh, finally, uh, this, this effort usually is intermittent, right? So what I'm doing is trying to figure out how to train that. What exercises I use? All of them. Not only for my forearms and fingers, but also for my upper limb, uh, pulling strength, pushing strength, shoulder strength, and then core strength and muscular endurance for the core, and even my legs, because, well, um, they are really weak. <laughs> I hope you are well and uh, I hope you and me meet us under a good route in the future. Bye-bye, take care. Hey, I'm Jocelyn Cordor. I am a strength coach based out of Boulder, Colorado. I also am the strength coach for ABC Kids Climbing. 
I have been asked a great question, what I'm doing to stay motivated during this time. Uh, great, great question. Um, so a lot of things I weirdly feel like I'm busier than normal, but also the most efficient I've ever been with my business. I've learned a ton of different techniques, uh, on the computer, basically how to make my business more efficient in ways that I wouldn't have put time in before. Uh, I've been programming for my online clients a ton, which is something I normally would do. But now I'm also doing Zoom online meetings with clients that I would typically meet in person. We are working out virtually and surprisingly, it's working out really, really well. I've been able to also connect with people that inspire me over social media and that's been really really awesome uh, catching up with old friends has been probably one of my most favorite things we've been baking um, I've organized a bunch I mean there's only so much organizing you can do sometimes working on my procrastination list is probably one of the biggest ones. It's a little scary how long that procrastination list is and a little bit of a reality check, I would say, because I have let that list go on for too long, but I'm sure there's people out there that their list is just as long. Um, I've also, like I said, I'm the strength coach for the ABC kids climbing team. So we've been doing zoom meetings and doing conditioning classes to keep the kids motivated and also have them, you know, have something to look forward to and be able to connect with their teammates. I just can't even imagine being a kid during this time, not getting to see your friends. Um, so Yep, we're doing Zoom meetings and meeting up together. Uh, I'm also doing, which I haven't done before, um, free live classes two times a week, and I definitely sweat a ton doing those because uh, I also do my own workout, but it's super fun to just get up, and I've gotten amazing messages and feedback from those, um, so I kind of just keep doing them. I don't really ever know who's watching, but so far it's been kind of fun and really awesome to just hear back from people that they have so much appreciation for me doing those. And I, you know, in their shoes would love to have a trainer do the same thing. So I'm just trying to give back. Um, and I just really am trying to be super efficient with them. So yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. Hello, my name is Mario Stanley. I am a rock climbing coach and guide, and I live in Texas. During this pandemic, I have been doing a couple things to stay sane. First and foremost, getting in contact with friends, making phone calls, making FaceTimes, and still trying to have those genuine connections. I honestly have never realize how much I take for granted just the warm embrace of a hug, a high five or something or passing by and seeing a familiar face in a gym, how much that actually like really kind of just like lights my life up. It's been a very surreal experience understanding that without my community, a big part of me or a big puzzle within me is missing. Two has been keeping a solid, consistent workout schedule. Regardless of whatever I do, I personally just write it down and then I stick to what I write down. But healthy body has maintained a sane mind, not just healthy, but sane, which is key. The last thing, honestly, I've been trying to better myself, learning how to do different production work, video editing, audio stuff better. I'm gonna try to start teaching myself how to code, hopefully a foreign language here real soon. And I, I'm just using this time as an opportunity of growth. The thing that I would like to say to everybody who's listening to this is this is probably single-handedly the greatest gift of time that all of us as climbers have ever been offered or handed in our lives. Make no mistake, hospital workers, medical people on the front lines, you guys are putting your life on the line and I thank you so much. 
and we all need to do our part to make their job easier so we can get past this epidemic. But on the flip side of this, like this is unreal. I'm so excited to see my clients who are still training and strength training with me. They're gonna come out of this barely being able to climb 5'9", and they are gonna see the potential of so much more climbing 5'10s, 5'11s, and for the rest of us, you know, we have such a gift of time and abundance to work on such skills and really rebuild ourselves. And there is very few moments in your life where life forces upon you, you cannot do what you do. So you must become better than what you are. And I'm gonna take this opportunity and I hope everyone listening to this takes it too because this is rare and I think we should cherish it for what it is. So yeah, that's all I got. So stay safe, stay home, keep getting stronger. And when we can, happy sending. Mario Stanley coming in there at the end with the radio voice trying to steal my job. I see you out there. And hopefully I see you again soon somewhere. Um, Hopefully I see all of you again soon. And I appreciate each one of you taking your time, taking time out of your day um, to put some thought into and to send these messages out, um, both to me and to the listeners. I hugely appreciate it. You're the people that we often are looking up to and just hearing what you're going through, what you're doing, and hearing your message is big for a lot of us. So thanks. For all of you out there listening, thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen. Hopefully there's a message in here somewhere that helps you. If you happen to be one of those people who's got a home wall, who's ready to train, who's motivated, we're still open for business. Our proven plans work great for home walls. Every proven plan comes with a group chat and we can help you make adjustments to fit your situation a little bit better. Several of our coaches have some openings right now. So if you've been on that wait list, if you're hoping to work with a coach, reach out. And don't forget the book. It's out there. I just ordered more. We've sold out of our first two shipments. I couldn't be more humbled by the response this book has gotten. So thank you, all of you who have ordered, everyone who's considering ordering. If you're waiting for the ebook, the audio book, or it's just, just to go wide on Amazon so you can order it wherever you're at, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Get on there and get it. PowerCompanyClimbing.com. Click on the shop button, The Hard Truth. You can also find me on the Facebooks and on the Instagrams at Power Company Climbing. There's all sorts of chatter, all sorts of Twittering over on the Twitter. But it's not us because we don't tweet. We scream like eagles. It's time to finish.